Yins guys, you're listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast, where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. Thanks for joining us today. Josh here, Jake there. If you hear any noise, it's just me and the boys bopping. <laughs> hey guys, tonight we're going to have some fun making some predictions, uh, mostly just because it's spring training and the games don't count yet. Also, we want to start the discussion on some Pirate-specific predictions, but also we're just going to have fun. We're going to do the whole league. We're not going to break it down big time, but we'd love to hear from these guys on our Facebook page or Twitter. Let us know what you think. You know the links. Uh, if not, they're in the show notes, so check them out. We also have some more player updates as we're getting very close to the end of spring training and about ready for Pittsburgh Pirates baseball. Regular season with people in the stands at PNC Park. It's going to be great. How you doing, Jake? I'm doing good, man. I'm getting excited for the season, man. It's it's close. Yeah. It's getting like, so uh, just for the record, we do have opening day tickets. Yes, boy. We will be there. Thanks to our older brother, hooked us up with some tickets. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be fun. He's going to be out of town. So we'll be able to, we'll be able to go to the game and enjoy that. I am beyond excited to be at the stadium. Oh, man. Other than last year, uh, my daughter has never missed an opening day. A home opener. Home opener. Not opening day. Home opener. We say opening day. We mean the home opener. That goes back to when your wife was pregnant, right? Yeah. Yeah. Katie was was (laughs) pregnant with her for the the first home opener that she was at. (laughs) If, If you're... If you're someone who counts that sort of thing, uh, I know Katie does. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hey, let's just jump into player updates, spring training. Key Brian Hayes, what can you say? He's hitting 432, <laughs> 16 of 37, six doubles, two triples, a home run. And let me just say, he got up to bat the other day. Guy on third, second or third, I think third, guy on third. He takes a first pitch fastball, middle in, and just they're playing him. The second baseman's clear up by second base, middle in, first pitch fastball, just goes between first and second base for a ground ball base hit into right field run scores. It was simple for him yeah, to just go the other way. Hey, they're giving it to me, and I can't tell you how many times I've seen him just go the other way. Dude can hit, man. I think that he has the potential as far as home run, I think he has the potential to hit a lot out, but I think he's more valuable if he keeps doing that instead. Yeah. If there's a guy on, now if there's two outs, nobody on, go ahead and swing for it. And if you strike out, you strike out. But if you got a guy on third, it was simple for him. It was middle in simple. I'm going to get my hands in front, drive it the other way. Easy base hit. I'm just so impressed with him that I thought he was going to be the great defender and nice supporting player. I, he hasn't shown me yet that he's not going to be a force offensively. No. It's a, it's a major league approach every time. Every time, yeah. It's He's he's very impressive. Uh, Brian Reynolds, 9 of 34. Uh, so it was up to 300 when he got hot. It's back down to about 265, but he's knocked a couple more homers. Uh, he still looks all right. He looks like he's made an adjustment. Uh, Kevin Newman... Uh, <laughs> 14 to 20. He's hitting <laughs> 700 right now. You, you kind of like, okay, these guys are hot, but like 
don't get hot right now. (laughs) He just, it looks easy for him. Now, he's not hitting the ball with much force. He does have three doubles, but for the most part, base hits, that's who he is. Yeah. Uh, He's not going to hit 700, but his on base is 850. Get out of here. Uh, I'm going to move down to Adam Frazier, 17 to 29. Let's just keep talking about guys that just keep hitting. I mean, hit a homer today, one nothing win. Just said, I'll do it this way. Four doubles, two triples, home run. I mean, he's got one home run slugging 966. He's hitting 586 average. Swiped a bag. Eric Gonzalez is 12 to 30. That's good for 400. I think that to me is is key. Uh, Polanco. Uh, still hitting 280, 7 of 25, a couple doubles, a triple, a couple homers. The thing about Polanco is he's hitting the ball hard. Like, yeah. I know last year we said that too. Like, man, when he hits it, he's hitting it hard, but he didn't hit it last year. <laughs> right. This spring, he's hitting the ball. So even his outs are hard. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, it's just health for him if he can stay healthy. Todd Frazier, 5 of 24. He's hitting 208, three homers. I don't really know. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at with him right now. Yeah. I want him to make the team. I also I still think I still think he's got a good shot to make the team. Just for the veteran presence alone and 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 the hope that somebody wants him at the deadline. Yeah, I think it's weird. I've listened to uh, I've listened to a lot of of talk and I think it's very weird that a lot of people just use his name as if he's on the roster. Right. And it's it's just like, okay, but like he's not yet. They do that with Tony Walters too. Like, oh, he's going to be good this year and all this stuff. And I'm thinking like, well, he's not on the team. So like, I don't know how right. Tony Walters is going to be anything unless somebody else has moved once again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I still just have yet to see. It's a good thing. I don't have to make the decisions. Because I still just have yet to see how that's going to work. Into pitching. Oh, you know, let's talk about one of our favorite players. Cole Tucker. He's yeah. Four of 23. He's batting 174. It's just not there. He kind of looked like he had a little bit of momentum, but then he hurt his hand. I don't know. Like, I, he just, it just isn't clicking for him yet. Right. Yeah. And I know that thing about the minor league season starting late, but I want to see Cole Tucker go to AAA. I think he almost has to. He has to play every day. Yeah. I want to see him play day in, day out at shortstop. Yeah. Not mess around with this stuff just to get him at bats. Right now, Newman has to play. Yeah, absolutely. And if he's out of the game, Eric Gonzalez can play. Yeah. So I I don't I think that Cole Tucker is still young enough. Everybody says, oh, make or break year for Cole Tucker. I don't know if we've talked about this. He's only played 95 games. Right. Yeah. I don't which means this is not a make or break year for him. No. He's got time. He um, could be one of those guys. He could be one of those guys that make their day, like not debut, but actually make their get their breakthrough, I should say, their breakout at like age 27. He could end up being one of those guys. Just get reps and get prepared. He could be, what, what, what is he, 20, 22? No, he's 24. 24? 
Okay, so he's 24, so another year in the minors, even if he gets to come up this year because maybe we move pieces or something. But I, he's got to get reps, and he needs to get him at shortstop. I mean, he's slick defensively. That I think that's his position. Yeah. It's 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 not an outfielder. Well, I I also think that he's not he's more valuable if he plays short. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So even if he do, if, even if he never hits like a like a round one pick. I think round one pick is nice until it's time to go to the majors, then it really doesn't matter anymore. Sure. You know what I mean? But anyway, even if he doesn't hit like that, I mean he's 6 foot 3. So I I guess he could he could grow into some power. Mm-hmm. I you know I it doesn't look like that, but even if he doesn't, I mean he's he's fine if he can if he can get to the spot where he can go up and hit league average, he's still a valuable player. Yeah, absolutely. If he's I don't around think he'll other ever players, be a three hundred hitter. What's that? I don't think he'll ever be a three hundred hitter. Yeah, I mean. It, there's no way to to see it that way right now, but if he goes down and he plays every day and he makes a change, uh, who knows? I mean, 300 is these days. That's a pretty tough number to get to. Sure, unless all those rule changes come in and people start hitting better. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the only thing about that is is then you got O'Neill Cruz to worry about at AAA. Who's going to play short? Who's going to play what position? Is it then the same situation where you have Cole Tucker bouncing around? I think if he can play shortstop and second base and let O'Neill Cruz get some reps at at short and let him get some reps at maybe third, maybe right field, who knows with Cruz? I mean, who knows? I, I, that's my, that's my take on it right now. I want to see Cole because I like Cole Tucker a lot. I don't think this is a place where. I don't think this is a make or break year. And I don't think this is a place where if you send a guy down, you ruin him. Right. Just because I think there's still something left in the tank there. And if he plays every day, he has a better chance of figuring it out. I I agree. So on to pitching notes. Uh, Let's go ahead and start with Mitch Keller. Eight and a third. 22 hits. 15 runs. He has struck out nine. That's good for about a 16-20 ERA. <laughs> <laughs> he going to figure this thing out? I believe so. And we'll 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 talk about that later. <laughs> He's got something on his predictions list for Mitch <laughs> Keller. Uh his fastball looks good, everything else doesn't. So, for me, the question is whether or not we have another Tyler Glass now on our hands. It's a real concern. Hopefully it doesn't show up after he leaves the team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If it is a Tyler Glass now situation. But he's one that has been, I thought he was going to be the bright spot in the pitching rotation, in the starting rotation. I hope he's working on something this spring. Yeah. Steven Brault, eight innings, still five walks, six strikeouts. It's been, eh. 563 RA, but his outings have been, I've said this before, they're spring training outings. Mm-hmm. I'm not making too much of them. I don't think Stephen Brawl is a, you know, a guy who's going to be under a three ERA by any means. Maybe not even under a four. Yeah. I think he's going to be a good pitcher. I mean, these days a 420 is like not a bad ERA. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So anything above that, you're like, eh, if he can stay in games long enough and be right around a four. I think we'd get in everything we'd want out of him. 
Tyler Anderson uh, settled down a little bit in his uh, last five innings. Uh, gave up one more homer, a uh, few more hits, but not much. I think just like a couple of runs. So he's actually settled that down a little bit from when we talked about him last time. Still hasn't walked anybody, and he's got 16 strikeouts in 14 innings. So there's still something right there. Chad Cool's doing fine. I don't have his stats right in front of me. He's doing fine. Uh, David Bednar still hasn't given up a run. Still only two hits, and he's got 14 strikeouts and seven and a third. There's no way he can't be in a bullpen. I mean, is Opening this day. guy's talking about taking our closing role at this point? Right. I mean, this fastball plays, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, who else we be talking about? Uh, uh, Miguel Yahure, six innings, seven Ks, four fifty ERA. Nothing crazy. Uh, I will say one thing about the pitching, though. With, talking about Bednar, him, Jeff Hartlieb, and Clay Holmes. So far, the three of those pitchers have not given up a run. Clay Holmes is not on our 40-man roster. He's been with the Pirates his entire career. I think I'd like to see him in our bullpen. Wouldn't wouldn't bother me any. I don't know if they're going to send him to AAA and, and let him say, like, well, you know, he can work on being a starter again. But I wouldn't mind it. Our, our, there's some bright spots on that bullpen. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't want to get into too much about what our roster is going to look like because next week is going to be the last one before opening day. So we'll probably break down exactly everything that has to do with the roster. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I don't think we want to get too far into it. I think we want to get into our predictions and we're going to do that next. Hey guys, this is Jake. Thanks for being on the Bridge to Bucktober with us. To get connected and join in the discussion, find us on Facebook and Instagram at Bridge to Bucktober. On Twitter, it's Bridge to Bucktober. That's Bridge, the number two, Bucktober. If you want to talk about something specific, shoot us a DM and let us know. We'll talk about it. All right, here we go. We're going to give this a shot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to preface this whole thing with this. I... Uh, I've never done anything like this, individual performance predictions and things like that. I could do a pick'ems every year, but I've never really gotten into like player projections. I'm a fan first, so I usually just go out there and say, hope my team does good. Hope my guys do good. I'm a fan of this guy. I'm a fan of this guy. I don't try to guess this stuff. So this was all new to me. You ever done anything like this? I have not. So like, I'm I feel the like, same way, you know, let's let's hope everything goes well. And you'll probably see that some of my predictions sway that way as well. <laughs> I mean, it's just the way I am. It's who I am. Let's go, box. So some of your predictions are, this is what I hope. Some, and some I truly believe that that's, you know, the way it, it it's going to unfold. So I think that one way we're, we could treat this, as far as the individual players and st- things like that, is like, hey, if the odds are against me here, I think if I was a betting man, I'd put money on this. Yeah. So it's not necessarily like, I think he's going to do that, but more or less, I think he could do that, and I'd be willing to put a dollar down to make five if it happens or something. Like, you know what I mean? Or if yeah. you're a betting man, put a hundred. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm not. Uh, I, I'm so less of a betting man, especially when it comes to baseball. I don't even do like fantasy baseball or anything. No, I, I don't either. Like even free fantasy, like I just don't. 
football's fun, but baseball's it's hard. I'd rather just be a fan, right? Right. All right. Well, uh, before we get into those player predictions and whatnot, how about MLB standings? Let's just do it across the league. We're not going to break it down first, second, third, fourth, fifth. Let's just say who wins the division. We'll do a couple wild card teams. When we get to the NL Central, we'll do it last. When we get to the NL Central, we'll go one through five. Okay. Sounds good. All right. AL East, who do you got? I got the Yankees. I got the Yankees too. A lot of people picking other teams, Rays being the most, I think, but I, I'm going Yankees here. Garrett Cole, Jameson Tyon, they're our guys, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Of course, you could say Tyler Glass now, Chris Archer. No. I will never claim Chris Archer. <laughs> That's a fair Just point. Throw it out there. <laughs> yep. I'll never claim him. I like it. Uh, AL Central. I got the White Sox. You got? You think the White Sox are going there? I do. I really do. I think they made a lot of good offseason moves. Bringing in the veteran Adam Eaton being one of those uh, pieces. I think. I think they just. I think they're going to take that jump this year. And I don't feel like there's a whole lot of competition in that division. There's not the Twins. Yes. Who are last year's winners? I still have the Twins winning it. I think the White Sox are close. I, I just. I'm not sure. Yet, if they're there, new manager, uh, new manager, oldest (laughs) manager, I'm not sure that he's going to be what he was. He's part of the reason I put him in at the top, too. I know that's what a lot of people are saying. I I don't know how that dynamic is going to work, man. Anyway, I got the twins, a lot of Indians fans around me. So, yeah, I, I do get to root for them a little bit, but I just think it's twins. I think White Sox are close, but I think it's going to be twins. AL West. I struggled with this one a little bit, but I ultimately, I, I think the Astros are going to do it. Yeah, I feel like that's the most logical choice. Maybe the A's, right? I am, this is going to be my, my, this is going to be my crazy one. I just think at some point, something has to click for the Angels. My mind tells me it's going to be the A's or the Astros, but I'm picking the Angels sooner or later. It has to happen. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'll just jump us right to the wild card. I have the Angels as a wild card team this year. With who? I mean, with who? The Blue Jays. I got the Blue Jays also. So, so okay. Be, be, go ahead and make your point there. Um, I, I just think it's going to click this year. They, they, they made a few moves in the pitching rotation. I think uh, Shohei Otani has a, a, a breakout year as a pitcher. You're big on Otani. I think Otani. he stays healthy. Huh? You're big on Otani, right? I am. Yeah. I, I really like him. Um, fun fact, I actually got to go watch an Angels game in Anaheim two years ago. Mike Trout and Shohei Otani went back to back in the first inning. It was pretty awesome. Okay. But anyway. Anyway. So I just think you got Mike Trout in center field on that team, uh, anchoring everything down. But then you got Rendon. Yeah, that's the Paul is still effective. Yeah. He's not what he used to be, but he's still effective. But but I even think that there might be a little rallying around him too. Yeah. So the interesting thing about that is uh, that I was going to say, you have the Rays totally missing the playoffs. I do. I do. Not because of the Rays, but just because of the other teams. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. I do have the Rays and Blue Jays, both teams coming out of the East. 
I think the Blue Jays pick is kind of like a White Sox pick for me. And I feel like the White Sox or Blue Jays could make it in there. You also have the mm-hmm. Twins out of the playoffs because of that. I do. To be fair, I have the A's and the Astros out of the playoffs because I want to wreck the West. Even though if I was to really pick, not a fan pick, not even that I'm a fan of the Angels, but I just think interesting for the game to see Mike Trout go into the playoffs. But if I was being smart about it, it would be A's or Astros, but I'm not. I'm being a fan about it, and it's the Angels. I'm being a fan of baseball about it, not a fan of the Angels. But yeah, I could see, I could see, I could miss on the White Sox, A's, and Astros. I think those three teams could make it. Let's go to the National League. National League East. I got the Braves. The the team that they said was going to be 82 and 82? Yeah. 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 I got the Braves too. I think that I have no idea what they were doing there. It's going to be the Braves. Uh, there's a lot of good teams in the East, so I could see the Braves losing that. But if I'm yeah. picking them, I'm picking the Braves. Right. But I definitely could see the Mets, Nationals, or Phillies make a jump. I, I, the Phillies are not a popular pick in that. I could see it happening. They've got a if they have great years from just three. I mean, who? How many superstars are on that offense? I right. Potential superstars, right? Potential. Harper. Yep. Kutch. McCutcheon. Real Muto. So there's your obvious three, right? Yeah. But you also have Reese Hoskins. Yeah. So you also have uh, Segura and Gregorius up the middle who aren't chumps. Right. You know what I mean? Like the team's good. Yeah. Anyway. I think that to write them off is, I mean, their their bullpen was re, revamped. That was their biggest problem last year. Yeah, it was worse than, it, they set a record last year, didn't they? Yeah, the yeah worst it was terrible. Bullpen ERA. Yeah, it was terrible. Oof. So NL, NL East, we both have the Braves. NL West. The Dodgers. Yeah, I I could see picking the Padres here, except for the fact that I think the Dodgers will be the best team in baseball. Yeah. So if they're the best team in baseball, they have to be the best in their division. Total package. Yeah, I mean, they, they they stack up with the Padres. Like, well, the Padres stack up with them yeah. very well. But I think ultimately the Dodgers pitching staff is what pushes them over the over the edge. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I think it's a good year to have six, seven starters. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. You don't agree with it with injuries? Not that and- I don't agree with it, but I could see it another way. <laughs> I don't see the Padres. Everybody talks about their pitching staff that they went out and got. It's not to the caliber that the Dodgers are. No. Not even close. No. I have a hard time saying it's not close, but they're not close. Bauer, right. there, Kershaw. There, there's there's not enough experience on the on the Padres pitching staff as opposed to the to the Dodgers pitching staff. I mean, Bueller's going to win a Cy Young eventually. Yeah. Bauer just got one. Kirsch has got him. Price has got one. Mm-hmm. Everybody forgets about David Price. Yeah. And then you got uh, Urias, Gonsolin, May. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, but they've got the money to be ridiculous. I got Dodgers. Wildcard teams. There's where I have the Padres. Same. Padres and Mets. You got the Mets. Uh, I, I picked the Mets as well. So we're identical here so far. I have the Mets as well. However, I feel like the Mets will always find a way to lose. And I just wonder, I mean, Cookie's hurt now. Cookie, uh, 
Carrasco. W- Carlos Carrasco. Mm-hmm. He's hurt a little bit. He's going to miss a little bit of time. Now, they have the depth to deal with that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It, it, I think it's close between the Mets, the Nats, and like I said, the Phillies. I think the wild card will come from the East Division. Yeah. And if it's not one of those three teams, it's because it's the Braves. Right. Because one of those three teams got the Braves in the division. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Uh, the Marlins I mean, the Dodgers, got... The Dodgers and the Padres are going to beat up on everybody in their division. Yeah, the rest of their division is just not that good. Yeah. So that brings us to the Central. Neither one of us have a NL Central team making the wild card. So who do you got winning the Central? I got St. Louis. I have St. Louis winning it too. I think the Nolan Arenado move kind of punched their ticket as far as they mm-hmm. play. They still got Molina behind the plate, uh, which will help their pitching staff. And they still have a few good pitchers out there that are going to be that are going to be fine. Mm-hmm. And people are sleeping on Goldschmidt too. I mean, Goldschmidt, right? Yeah, he's a he's a monster. Yeah, I mean, you still have uh, you know big players in that lineup. Yeah. Getting Nolan Arenado is going to help Goldschmidt too, hitting wise, like in the lineup. I think yeah. the the protection will be there a little bit more. Yeah, and they have just dangerous been. enough hitters through their lineup. Right. Number two, I got the Cubs. Me I, I too. don't see I don't see the, the Rizzo and Bryant having as bad a years as they had last year. I I think they kind of have a bounce back season. I think they overperform, but not by a lot. I Overperformed think, by projections, anyway. Okay, uh, yeah, I don't remember the the projection for them. I thought I thought a lot of people actually were were seeing them as a division winner. Oh, really? But I think I don't know. Pakota had like the Brewers winning the division. Yeah, I got the Cubs number two. I, I just think with with Rizzo, Bryant, uh, Baez, and uh Contreras I just think there's too much offense there Uh, Jock Peterson's gonna be huge for them yeah I forgot about that one actually yeah I mean I just there's just too much there they they lost some pieces but they're not gonna be hurting for offense at all no so I I think they'll be fine they don't have to light the world on fire to get second place in the NL Central no they're not gonna be great like they were they're not gonna win 97 games and get second place you know what I mean no Right. The winner of this division may not even have 90 wins. Cardinals could could get into the playoffs with 89 wins. All right, so give me your let, let's just do this. Give me your 3-4-5 NL Central. Sure. Uh I got the Brewers in third. I got the Reds and the Pirates. Yeah. And I don't think there's a huge margin between any three of them. Okay. I've got Reds, Brewers, Pirates. I think the Reds have a shot to be better than the Cubs. Reds should have been good last year with with that pitching rotation, with Bauer doing what he was doing. Their offense is a lot better than what they played in that short season. Yeah, I can see that. But to me, my opinion of the Reds is the same opinion most people have about the Mets. They find a way to lose. Sonny Gray, Luis Castillo, Tyler Malley is a good one, two, three. And I don't think the Brewers or the Pirates are even close to that. And I don't think the Cubs are even close to that one, two, three. So I think starting pitching wise, the Reds are as, as good as the Cardinals. It's after that, that they're not. Yeah. I mean, good catcher, good. I mean, Votto, if he, if Votto is anything that we know, but even if Votto is half of what he used to be. Right. Moustakis, well, Suarez. Again, I think it's, 
I think it goes back to I don't think anybody in the, the division winner might have 89 wins. Yeah. I, I, You know what? To be honest, though, if this offense gets hot, even if Votto hits 12 home runs and hits 280, 260, you could have Moustakas blow up with 30 homers, Suarez with 30 homers, Aquino with 20 homers given playing time. Nick Senzel is going to be good. Castellanos could hit 25 bombs. I'd, there's offense to be had there if they can hit. That field's not hard to hit in. I, I, I don't doubt that at all. Those those home run numbers, they could happen. But I don't think there's going to be people on when they're hitting the home <laughs> You know, I think they're going to, not that they're going to hit a ton of solo shots, but I think they're going to hit, you know, their handful of solo shots and, and maybe some two-run homers. But I, I don't think is it, I don't think their team batting average is going to be very high or their on-base percentage, if you want to look at that. But. Hey, I mean, I I could be wrong too. I mean, I, I it yeah, has well, I happened mean, before. Everybody could be wrong with predictions, so I don't think you right. need to cover yourself on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, we could all be wrong about all this, right? I I see the Reds. I do not see the Brewers, and I know a lot of people are picking the Brewers to win it. I don't see that happening. I, if if it does, I'm way off with what I think of the Brewers. Yeah. But I could see the Reds making a run for it. If that offense clicks, they could be good. And their pitching staff will be good. I don't know what four and five are going to look like. But right. certainly as good as four and five of any of these teams in the in the NL Central. I think the more I think about it, the more I'm like, eh, maybe the Reds are two and the Cubs are three. I don't <laughs> I don't know. That's going to be interesting. So we both have the Pirates in the bottom. Pirates over under is set at 58 and a half this year, according to DraftKings. So first off, over or under? I think we both are over because that's well over 100 losses. Yeah. What do you have for a realistic record projection? What's your prediction? Not projection. What's your prediction? I'm going 70 and 92. Yeah, we're not far off. I've got it at 68 and 94. I want to say I think they're good enough for a 74 win season. But I think if we're doing that well... There's going to be a lot of deadline moves that are going to happen. I don't think it's going to be enough to, to get them much better than, than 66, 68 wins, maybe to 70. But I think if we're doing well, I think if we get to 70, it's because we don't deal players and then they get good. Yeah. But I mean, I'll be honest. When I first started this, I, I had them at 75 wins and, uh, after digging in and looking at the NL Central and setting up my standings and everything, like, yeah, I kind of, some of those, I was thinking beating up on the Reds, right? Beating up on the Brewers a little bit. Beating up on the Cubs pitching even a little, you know, they're three, four, or five guys aren't that great. But, yeah, but I don't our- know. I, I, think, I think after looking at some of those pitchers on the Reds, I think I've underestimated them a little bit in my initial prediction. So I had to adjust that throughout the week. Yeah. All right, player predictions. I don't know how quickly this will go. Over under projections, according to Steamer, I found these uh, these numbers on Fangraphs. Steam. I'm going with the Steamer projections. There's like five different things I could have went with. I said I'm not going to overcomplicate this. So I'm going to give you my over under that I'm asking you. You're going to give me your over under, and I'm also going to tell you what the Steamer projection is. So Colin Moran's projection is 19 home runs. Over under 19 and a half. I got him over at 25. 
Okay. He's even throwing a number out there. I like that. These do not matter whether Colin Moran hits them for the Pirates or another team. (laughs) (laughs) Because I think if Colin Moran is on pace to hit 25, he's not going to be a Pirate. And I'm going to go with that. We're going to go into that later. Adam Frazier. Steamer projections have him at a 265. Okay? Okay. But I'm going to throw my over-under because we're higher on him at 279 and a half. So is he going to be 280 and above or below 280? I'm going above. I think Adam Frazier hits around 296 this year. I love that he's actually throwing the numbers out, guys. Somebody write this down (laughs) because we're going to go back to this. Uh, I've got Adam Frazier just below that for whatever reason. He'll go through a spot of the year where he'll he'll, he'll go down just a little. I think he'll be around 279 or 278 or 279. I'll throw a number out there. Kevin Newman, steamer projections, 271. I'm going to go a little bit lower on my over-under for him, 274 and a half, I guess you have to say. So does he get to 275 or does he fall below it? I think he's above it. I. What do you have? This is bold. This is my bold prediction. You ready he's, for this? He's got one? a wild prediction. Yep. Kevin Newman with a 304. Okay. You better put that in your wilds. <laughs> Key Brian Hayes. I have two numbers here because we like to talk about Key Brian. Where Steamer. are you at on Newman? Oh, yeah. Newman, uh, 274 and a half. I'm going to go over. I think he'll be in the 280s. Uh, I don't think there's going to be much pop, but I think he'll be in the 280s. Uh, Key Brian Hayes. Steamer has him at a 279 average and 18 home runs. I'm going to keep that 279. So let's go average first. 279 and a half. Is he, is he hit 280 or is he below it? He's above it. You're over. Well above it. Well above it. What do you have him at? 310. What's that? 310. Well, you're you're really hitting that 300. I'm going to first full season. I'm going to go I'm going to go under, but not by much again. I think overall it'll still be a great year. I think we'll be able to look at certain months and say this dude was lighting the world on fire. Um 18 home runs they, they project him at. And I th- I think it's based on his performance last year. I think it's a little high. I'm going to go 15 and a half. Does he get more than 15 home runs? I was over, but not by a lot. I was throwing 17 out there. 15 and a half. I think he's going to be right around 15. So I don't know that he'll get over it. I'm going to say under because they've deadened the ball. <laughs> so I'm going to say under on that. I went lower to make it harder, but I'm still going to go under. I'm under on both those numbers on Key Brian, but I think that's the reason why I have another. Okay, we'll get there. Gregory Polanco, Steamer has him at 20 homers, over, under 20 homers, well, 19 and a half home runs. I'm over at 21. Okay, I think Polanco has a shot to hit 30. I think he has a shot. So, (laughs) I agree with that. I'm going over too. I, I think this is a year that something clicks for Polanco. I'm going over. Brian Reynolds. Steamer's got him at a 263 average with 17 home runs. I'm going to make it a little more interesting. 279.5 for average. Are you over or under? Will he hit 280 or not? Barely. I got him at 281. Okay. I I think I am more confident in Reynolds than I am some of these other guys. I, I think Reynolds will bounce back. I think he will struggle a little bit though. I'm going to go I'm going to go over. But like you said, not by much. Home runs, they had him at 17. I'm just going to go 15 and a half. I got him at 19. Okay. 
I'm going to go over. I'm going to say he hits 16 home runs. So we're right there. All right, starter ERAs. They're all steamer projections. Just give me an over or an under. Steven Brault, 4.7. Under at a 4.15. I'm under at maybe a 4.50. Tyler Anderson, 4.91. Under at a 4.58. I'm over on Anderson. He will be in the fives. Chad Cool, 4.84. I'm under on him too, a 4.23. I would say that's a pretty good number. I would say 423. I'm going to stick with your exact number. 423. I'm way under on Chad Cool. Trevor Cahill, 471. I got him over at a 532. <laughs> Cahill, I'm going to go over. Um, I think I think that if he is under a 471, I think he gets traded. Yeah. Uh, Brubaker, 421. I threw this out there for a reason that we'll get to in a minute. They have him at a 421, which is better than anyone else that I just named. Brubaker. I got him at 414. I like this kid. I, th- I think he's got a good good makeup out there. Okay, so you're on you're on the Brubaker bandwagon along with him. You got him at 414. I'm going to go over 421. Maybe just because of a couple bad outings though. I don't think he'll be there all year, so. All right, Mitch Keller, 445. I got him way under. Is this one of your wild or mild predictions? So when I was looking at those wild predictions and everything, mine are already up here. So yes, I have in the offensive, it was Newman being above 300 and uh, Key Bryan batting 310 with 17 homers. I think despite this rough spring, I think Mitch Keller, this is the year he figures it out. And not like Cy Young votes figures it out, but I, I think he is that bright spot in the rotation that everybody expects him to be. And I have him coming in at a 389. I like that. It's not too far off. I mean, 445, 389. I'm going to go under. This is a fan move. I got to go under 445. If he's sitting at a 410, I'm going to be static. That means he figured something out at some point. But I think it's going to take him some time to get there. So I'll, I'll, I'll throw a 410 out there. Richard Rodriguez, 19 and a half saves. Over or under? All oh, Steamer has him at 24. Over or under on Richard Rodriguez? Way under. 10. Really? Yeah, I don't think we're going to have the same closer all year. I think yeah. you'll have Richard Rodriguez get 10. I think you'll have Kyle Crick get some. Bednar get some. I can see that totally. I think Feliz gets a couple. I think Hartley mm-hmm. gets a couple. Maybe Clay Holmes, when it's all said and done, gets one or two. I think we could have six different guys with saves. Yeah. I'm under on that, too. All right. Here's my next one. Before we get into mild and wild... Will the following players be on the Pirates roster after the trade deadline? I don't care if this happens in May or if it happens at the deadline. Whether they're traded or released, will they be on the Pirates after the trade deadline? Todd Frazier. No. Adam Frazier. No. Colin Moran. Yes. Gregory Polanco. Yes. Anthony Alford. Absolutely. Trevor Cahill. That's the iffy one, but I'm going to say yes. Tyler Anderson. No. Stephen Brault. Yes. Chad Cole. Yes. Anthony Alford, you said absolutely. Why did you say that? I think he's going to be around for a while. Like more than this year even? Yeah. Okay. If Anthony Alford does okay, he'll stay in center field. If he does well, that's when I see him being moved. 
If he does poorly, I see him getting rid of him because we've got all kinds of people that could come up and play. Yeah. If Goodwin's still there or Oliva or whatever. That's it. I don't see him as an all-star. I don't see him as a stud out there, but I see him doing a solid job. And I see the Pirates not having to sign a big contract to bring him back, say, on a two-year deal after this year. Yeah, I don't even know if they'll do anything more than just keep going, bringing the one-year deal in. Yeah, Just I mean, because it's not I mean, worth it, you never know when you're going to have one of these young guys start stepping up and playing well and saying, well, okay, we're done with you now. But I, I agree. Yeah. I think that he's not going to blow up. And I think if he doesn't blow up, then he stays on the team. Yeah. Because he's going to be fine defensively, and he's going to take a spot away from a young guy until the young guy's ready. Yeah. That's a fair point. Gregory Polanco? I I see him. He'll be on the injured list. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that. You know, I, I just don't. I don't think we're going to be able to get what we would like to get out of him. So I don't see the incentive to move him. If you keep him, you're going to have to pay him a million dollars to buy him out. Yeah, I'm not saying we can't trade We shouldn't trade him. I'm just predicting that we won't. Yeah, I think it's another thing with that outfield. Who's going to play if he could, if you trade him? Right. That's fair. Okay, so I'm a Todd Frazier no. Actually, I don't, I don't know. I'm going to say no, but I don't really know. He could be. If he's still struggling, we'll just keep him. I think yeah, that the way that we'll out. keep Todd Frazier is if Colin Moran is doing well, he's gone. And I think Colin Moran gets traded. I think Adam Frazier gets traded. Todd Frazier may stick around just because of that, but I've got another prediction that might change that we'll get to that later trevor cahill's gone because i think he's either doing okay and getting innings and we'll keep keep him getting innings or he's doing well enough to deal him or he's doing so bad that we just can't same with tyler anderson no way unless we're getting innings out of him and we're just going to say well just let him pitch through the year and let him go you know what i mean yeah steven brawl yes chad cool yes i'm with them i don't think that they're going to do well enough to to get traded it's kind of the same thing with the starting rotation. I'd like to see him trade some of them, but who's going to play if you do? All right, mild predictions, which we've kind of already done, but these are just more specific, getting to pick whatever you want. Um, I'm going to start with mine because you can counter it because I already know what one of yours is. And I'm going to say Hayes gets rookie of the year votes, but just misses it. I got him winning rookie of the year. Which is still a mild prediction. He is the favorite. Mm -hmm. He's everybody's pick. I think that he's close, but he doesn't win it. I think if we were a really good team, I think that his performance would be better than what I have him projected at. That's why I'm under on both those numbers. Actually, yeah, I'm under. And so I still think he's going to be great. Do you have another mild? That that was kind of my mild prediction. I Okay. I had a tough time with this. Yeah, because we basically really just did. gave a bunch of mild predictions. So I right. do have one more. I think that Hayes, Stallings, and Reynolds all receive gold glove votes. But okay. yeah. none of them win it. Just like last year. Yeah, yeah, I think that it's the same thing. I think Hayes, Stallings, and Reynolds are my three teams or my three players. I think they'll all three get votes. Yeah, that's fair. All right. Wild predictions. Uh, I've already named mine, you know, with the the offensive and and Keller really stepping up. I, so you have Newman hitting over three hundred, 
Key hitting over Hayes. 300. Yep. And you have... Mitch Keller under a four ERA. Okay. I like it. I like it. And I, I think it's more about the fact that he's exciting this year. Yeah. I'm going to go. Will Craig plays more than 35 games for the Pirates this year. He's not on the 40-man roster. It almost felt like the Pirates gave up on him. But the reason I'm going wild, and this is kind of a two-parter, He play, I think he does well enough in AAA, and I think the reason he gets the call-up is because Colin Moran is gone. Because I think Colin Moran plays well enough to get traded. And I think that Will Craig ends up playing more than 35 games for the Pirates this year. But that's a wild prediction. So... Yeah, I just I I don't see much first base depth in our organization, and I that's part of the reason I don't see Colin Moran getting traded. Yeah, I mean I understand that, but if we still have Todd Frazier, and I don't think they care right now. If they have a body to put there, they'll put him there. It could be Philip Evans, it could be Todd Frazier still, and it could be Will Craig. Because if Moran's gone, then they have room on a 40, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they've got room to put him on there. So I'm I'm, I'm kind of basing it off of that, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. basing it off the fact that he gets traded. And if he gets traded, then that means that there's an opportunity for him to jump in. And Will Craig is a defensive, like, I know he doesn't look like it, but he like he's he's a good defender. So I, I think that means something, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy who just won a gold glove in 2019 with the, with the Indianapolis Indians. You know what I mean? Like he's a good defender. And so I think that that's good enough to say, let's just give him, let's just bring him up. Uh, so that's, that's my, that, I'm throwing it out there. Okay. My number two, Polanco has a good enough year to either, I told you I have him around 30. I think he has a good enough year to either get traded or have his option picked up by the Pirates. I could agree with that. I mean, like, that's why this is wild, because I'm thinking, no way they pay him that money next year. Right. But if he's good enough, then they'll pick up that option to play one more year while we're developing, guys. But also, he becomes trade opportunity for next year, too. And if he's putting it together for a second year, to me, it's very possible that they actually do find a fit for him. Yeah. But I think if he's doing it well enough early that a team could say, you know what, if he if he does good down the stretch with us, we'll just pick up the option and we'll have him next year too. And I think that creates a little more value. Yeah. If the Pirates don't want to pay him next year, then it's possible that they that they deal him no matter what. No matter, I don't care if they get a, a, a minor league reliever. Yeah. I don't think your asking price will be too high. No, I think I think you're onto that. I think I think that's a fair assessment and fair possibility. If we were spending money on some other players, I could see them saying they wanted to save that money, but there's there's no need to save money. Pick, I think it's like twelve million, something like that. Pick it up. Yeah. Anyway, he might even play bad enough that they pick it up anyway. I figured out a wild prediction. You ready for this? Okay. Yeah. Adam Frazier gets the. It would be NLCS MVP for another team. Holy cow. <laughs> Holy. All right. I'd bet you 150 bucks on that. 
<laughs> that's that's wild. Man. So, I mean, that's it. That's our predictions. You can tell. We're Jake, you were pretty prepared for this one with your actual numbers. I I I was not. I saw a number and I was like, "Okay, well, I guess we'll just we'll see." Of course, I set these numbers according to how I thought they were going to do. So it made it kind of difficult for me to say, I think Key Brian's going to hit 15. Is he going to be over that? Well, I guess not. I guess he's under because I have him at 15. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I guess I should have made it a little easier on myself, but we're going to have to write these down and follow up with these because you gave specific numbers. We're going to have to come back to this. At the end of the season, we'll come back to this and and see where we're at. Maybe we'll do some kind see of score. how far off I was. <laughs> yeah, see how far off. I mean, we're all going to be off on everything. So, yeah, right. let's see how far off you are. You have anything else for this week, Jake? I don't. I, I just, again, want to reiterate, I'm excited to be at the ballpark opening day. Yeah. I do have a note from last week. I did have somebody point out to us. Uh, Jason pointed out to us that we were both wrong on the base paths where you had mentioned one distance and I said, well, no, it's only three inches, but we're both wrong. Assuming that first and third base are still going to be in fair territory. Right. That means you'll actually have three inches closer to second and then an inch and a half at second going to, so that's actually four and a half inches that you're gaining when you're going from base to base. Sure is. I didn't even, I wasn't even considering, but the, the end of the base is not going to be in foul territory. So yeah. Yep. Uh, and because of that, I will steal more bases if I get an extra four inches, <laughs> <laughs> but that's all we have for today. Hit us up on Facebook, hit us up on Twitter, all those good things. And we'll talk to you next week. See you, Jake. See you, bud. Let's go box. Let's go box. I watched the video clip of Russell Martin's going to the wild card game earlier today. Still give you chills. It gives you chills.